This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? Come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. Good evening, everybody. I am Bart Winkler. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. It's good to be with you on this Monday evening. I am here. And uh, I'll I'll say hi to David Shepard right away. Shep, good to be back with you, man. It was a week, and in radio, like the lifespan of radio, it that that's a long time. So hello, good to see you again. Likewise, Bart, good to be back with you, my friend. I'm, I'm interested to hear what you have to hear uh, and say about court storming, man. That was a that was a big deal the last 48 hours. Well, I didn't want to say anything. I didn't. I thought. I thought by the time that I sat down to do a show at 10 o'clock Eastern on Monday night that this thing would have been kind of settled, right? That we would have gone on to another thing. There would have been another topic. Um, Court storming came up not too long ago with a situation where Caitlin Clark of Iowa had a little bit of a, I don't want to say altercation, but there was some concern after she had got hit while being on the floor. That, that's the problem. So the problem is college kids do something that's very fun and innocent and a time-honored tradition, and that's after a big win, they storm the court, especially when they're a bad team and they beat a good team. Like yesterday, Wake Forest beating Duke. Okay, the kids are going to storm the court. Now what's happened as of recent time, is the criteria for which one storms the court has gotten much uh, much less like people are just kind of storming the court for anything now. This It's no longer, hey, we're a really bad team. We beat the number one team in the country at our house. You're seeing court storms when ranked opponents beat other ranked opponents, if they feel like the opponent is big enough or if the rivalry is strong enough or if the streak between when they had last won 
is long enough, you're seeing court storming happen more, I think, than ever. At least that's what it seems like. It does seem like the bar has been lowered for the court storming. I'm somebody who has always said that, that, I mean, storm the court. Like, the let's take any possibility of anybody getting hurt out of it, because we will get to that. But I always say, if you have an opportunity to storm the court, storm the court. If you could storm the field, storm the field. And I say that because I think we forget who is doing the storming. It is, it's, it's basically children. These are college kids. These are kids that are proud of their athletic uh, teams. They take an immense amount of pride in their school. And they long for opportunities to do something in large numbers. I mean, if you think back, if you went to college and you think back of the amount of times that you were just around people, lots and lots of people, it's probably a lot more than what you will have in your life today. Um, Like in the last 72 hours. What I do Friday, uh, I was at home on Friday. Obviously, Shep was here. Uh, then Saturday, oh, Saturday I went to a an open gym at my kid's elementary. And there's like 20 people there. Okay, so there's some people. Went out to eat, and there's a few people. Uh, went to the park, you know, a few people. Today, I, I didn't leave the house until 7.30. Took out the garbage. Came to the studio. That's it. That, that, that's the amount of people you see. In college... From a Friday night to a Monday morning, you're probably around 6,000 different people. And what's great about that, that collective kind of bond that you share, whether it's in the quad or in the tech hall or in the dorm room or especially in a gymnasium, it's something that you don't get ever again in your life, really. The bonding and the like, the mass bonding you don't really find that anywhere else. So to be a member of a college and to go to a game and support your team, and when you, you're you Wake Forest, like, oh, Wake Forest, and then you play Mighty Duke, and then Duke comes into your house and you beat them, it, it it's absolutely going to be a recipe for the court to be stormed. And that's one I have long supported, because I think we got to remember that, I mean, these are kids doing it. Uh, sometimes doctors and lawyers and teachers from other professions will also partake to relive their college days. But for the most part, we're talking about the kids that have stormed the court. So generally, I will always um, be on the side of kids storming the court and enjoying that moment. And actually, this happened on Saturday. I say Sunday. This happened on Saturday. So we're two days removed from this, from Wake Forest, who, again, in their own right, they're unranked. They improved to 18-9, and nine, and they beat Duke at 21-6. and six. So really, that could be the other part of this story is, eh, I mean, Wake, you're not, like, that bad. Should you be storming the court? So that's the other part of the story. And that, I always would answer yes for all the reasons I just laid out. But this court storm, this turned ugly 
And when you saw it initially, and you'll hear it here, initially it seemed like it was very bad that some very bad circumstances were coming out of the Wake Forest court storm, of which they did storm early. The game was not over yet. So that if you're going to storm the court, okay, it's I know it's a free-for-all, but I mean, you got to wait until the game is at least over. So Wake Forest beats Duke. And the court storming begins. And the party is on in Winston-Salem. Kyle Filipowski is being helped off by members of the Duke staff, and you saw the immediate bear hug surrounding him as this court storming is in full effect with Filipowski hobbled. Wow. Middle of your screen. That should not happen. That right there is why court storming should not happen. It has become a hot-button issue over the last few years. More on that to come throughout the day. All right, so there you go. There was a court storming, and a guy got hurt, Kyle Filipowski, maybe like the, the, the one guy you know on Duke, if you know anybody. Uh, they're big man, 20 years old. And immediately on the broadcast, we went into that is why court storming should not happen. Uh, the play's unfortunate. I don't feel like it should all be eradicated because of this instance. And even Caitlin Clark, you know, had her situation. So that's two. That's that's two times. They're star players here. I think that's why this is picking up a little bit of steam. You know, if this happens in a D3 game, nobody cares. But this is Caitlin Clark earlier in the year. And now this is Duke on ESPN, the call courtesy of ESPN. So, all right, how's he doing? He limped off. He was basically helped off. Oh, my gosh, this is bad. So, reporters talked to Kyle Filipowski immediately after. You know, I I felt a bunch of hits on my body. I, you know, I just, this one was the worst of them. Um, You know, so it's just, like I said, it's just really ridiculous of, of, of how, you know, that situation's handled. Did you feel like any of it was, was on purpose or was it incidental? I mean, if I've already heard that there's some videos of, of, you know, getting punched in the back. And um, so I absolutely feel like it was personal, um, um, you know, intentional for sure. You know, like I said, was, there's there's no reason where they see a big guy like me trying to work my way up the court and they, they can't just work around me. You know, there's no excuse for that. So Kyle Filipowski, uh, after the game, I mean, it, it made he's making it seem like he was targeted. Like when he was walking off the court, it was the mission, uh, possibly the duty, to injure this man. Not only was the win good enough for Wake Forest, but their fans had to take him out. So I thought, man, th- this is tough. This is tough. He limped off the court. He felt like he was targeted. He says there's video. 
All right, well, let me look at this video. And I'll look at it, and I'll describe it to you as this is an audio medium. There is video of uh, overhead angle, and Kyle Filipowski is on the court. Uh, there is a guy charging in his direction. There appears to be some incidental contact from both. If anything, Kyle's got his leg extended to almost trip the guy, and the guy does fall. Then Filipowski's arms are reached out. He is sort of looking to protect himself, crouches down a little bit. There is one kid from Wake that makes a point to extend his arm and touch his back in a pushing motion. Nothing too violent, I don't think, but when there's a mob coming, okay, so that's that's bad on him. Then uh, Kyle spins a little bit and is just bobbing and weaving here, and then we go off the overhead. So it looked like the uh, situation was exactly what we thought it was, where, oh, man, this court storming is happening now. You know, these guys better watch out. I think the explanation for that was a bit embellished. And it may seem like the getting carried off the court was a bit embellished. I'm just saying, apparently he's a little sore, but is on track to play Wednesday. Now, if I'm Duke, I don't play him on Wednesday. No, I mean, you're not going to get any sympathy if all of a sudden he plays again. No, you got to. You got to stretch this thing out. You got to you got to be like, look at this, you can't play. That's what you got to do if you're Duke. All right, so this is this is interesting. Now, even a guy like me who is pro court storming just and, and it's not even like a pro and, and con thing. It's just like this is a thing that kids do. This is a time-honored tradition that thing that, that kids have done. And yeah, you don't want to hurt anybody. And there really hasn't been an instance where like, you know, five guys go and tackle one of the other players. It's just a mad rush. They're trying to get to their own players. And if the opposing team is in the way, y- y- there might be there might be some contact and you hope that nothing happens. But even even me thinking, okay, let's let's put me in the pro court storming camp. This is a, this is tough. This is tough because yeah, they're on the court. You know, you can't go on at any other time. Uh they should have the right to Leave the court in a safe manner. Um, so I get it. It's a little bit tough. Well, then the takes started coming in, of course. Uh, this was from Saturday. I believe this was uh, Seth Davis is on here. Um, Clark Kellogg. This is the CBS College basketball crew talking about the uh, situation. Reminded you of the Caitlin Clark incident for Iowa as well. And and Filipowski said later it was his knee. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, we have an injury to a major player because of what happens at the end of big college basketball games sometimes. Yeah, I think you have to make the penalty significant enough to deter it happening. Security is part of the answer, but you have to be prepared. And then I think you just have to have a penalty that's extremely dissuading so that we don't have this. Because somebody's going to seriously get hurt, and you don't want that to happen before we do what needs to be done in regards to safety. Well, well first, you have to make the decision, are we going to ban court storms or are we going to manage them? I've never liked court storms, 
the court is for people like yourself who earned the right to be there, players and coaches. The fans have not earned the right to be there. I've been against court storms for a long time. We could see this type of thing coming. I kind of backed off to the position, well, okay, we'll have the court storms, just make sure there's enough security there to yeah. get the opposing teams. That's just not in place. A huge turnover by Wake Forest University, which obviously knew that if Wake was going to win the game, this was going to happen. If we made the decision collectively in the sport to get rid of court storms, it could be done. Yeah. People just don't, frankly, have the gumption to do that, and I frankly wish they would. We want to get rid of court storms. We want to get rid of one of the most uniquely college basketball things about college basketball, the thrill of the upset and the joy that comes with it. The court storm has been celebrated. They're always the highlight. And it's really been instance-free. There has not been these kind of occurrences. Now we've got two in the span of six months. So now the pressure's on. And like I said, the takes, the takes were coming. And once they come, they don't stop. You got to outtake the last take. Jay Billis on ESPN today. The truth is, nothing's going to change now. We're going to talk about it, and it's going to go away, and nothing's going to change. And if they wanted to stop it, they could stop it tomorrow. Uh, the, the, the administrators will tell you that uh, security experts tell them that it's not, it's not a good idea to try to stop the court storming, that that could cause more problems than it would solve. But you don't have to stop the court storming. One time, all you have to do is, once they're on the court, don't let them off. Just, just say, you're all detained and give them all citations or arrest them if you want to. And then court stormings will stop the next day. Um, there's no accountability for this. It, it, the fans feel like it's an entitlement, and the universities like it, and the truth is we like it. So we want to lock them up? And this is where I have a problem with what has happened here in the last 48 hours and what happens a lot and what happens in situations like this. We forget about the fun in sports. We forget about the joy of sports. We forget about that communal aspect of sports. And we see something we don't like, and we rush into police mode. Literally, Jay, Jay Billis wants to arrest people that storm the court. If you storm the court, you are arrested, detained. And so this really innocent, carefree, fun way to celebrate your team in 48 hours became a, is there a safer way we can do this? Can we, can we like do like, all right, Wake Forest, you did it. Let's show these guys a good time in 10. Nine, and then Duke can get off the court or what people aren't talking about. Duke could just, you know, win the game. Do the voice of God. They can not lose on the road to an inferior team. This, this Duke team. Look at this. Duke, Duke, nobody, nobody likes Duke and they they lose. And now they're being sympath uh, sympathetic for everybody. 
So I think the big thing for me, and we'll talk about this with you at 855-212-4227, is it feels like we've already gone from how can we make this the best situation for everybody, players, coaches, fans alike, how can we keep this part of the game and just make it the best that it can be? It seems like instead of that, we're already now in how can we take this away? And the strongest advocates of this are guys who seemingly love the game. They cover the game, right? But their generation got to partake in this. Their generation got to do this. And now that they're a little bit older and they see the youth of today do it, oh, no, but you can't. You can't have that. No, 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 no. You can you can not be granted what we were granted. Oh, yeah, we, we, got, we got Christmas bonuses and Christmas parties when we grew up. You guys just get a two-hour uh, drink social uh, in, in the break room. Oh, we got, we were, we were, how come you can't afford a house? We were able to afford a house at $30,000. That's all it costs. You guys have to have exorbitant housing prices with, with now companies that buy houses and jack up the prices and actually price out the homeowner. We got to have it, but you can't have it. We got to have court storming, but you can't have court storming. That's what it feels like. And that's what I take an issue with. We will discuss. I'm court storming the court storming takes is what I'm doing. And I'm I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming before the clock hits zero. Together, we are going to save court storming. CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Go to Michael. He's in Vegas. Hey, Michael. I'm going to name my daughter Bart just because you're so amazing. Please, for for the sake of her life. Even if you have a son, just don't do it to him. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. Okay, so we are piggybacking off the rest of America and talking about court storming. And I'm sure we'll be the last show to do it as it's the end of a day. And then tomorrow, you know, we'll find something else to complain about. Everything that I want to say about the situation, uh, let me just say right now in bullet point form. I believe that court storming is fine. And I don't think that we should take away that tradition. Um, I don't want to see anybody that gets hurt. And so... You know, if you lose the game, you got to be aware. I know it sucks that they have been so quick. But when you're Duke and you walk in there, and you know, you walk in there like, hey, we're Duke, you know what might happen. Do you give the team an option? I, I, this is what I, I, and I'm, I'm sorry if this is why you called. I don't, I don't want to do like we did with the All-Star game where we say, oh, this sucks. Everybody calls in for three hours with their suggestion, 
and then it gets weirder and weirder, and all of a sudden we're like, oh, they should hand out uh, tickets to people, and they're invited. To, like, oh, let's. I don't want to do that. Now, if you called about that, I'm probably still going to take your call and be polite to your face if that's what you say, but I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to do suggestion off tonight. I also think when Jay Billis goes out there and says that people should be detained, that does more harm to the sport than anything that's happened this year. And he has to know that. Like is he, does he go to bed proud of the being the main character of the day in sports? Or is he like, ah, I went too far? Or does he not care? And what's going to happen is, okay, yeah, the athletes play on that court. And when you get so close, because basketball is so different. Remember, we can talk about the malice and the palace and all that stuff. But I don't, I don't want to make it where the you have to be a college basketball player to be guaranteed safety on a college campus. Like, there's bad things that happen on college campuses. You fill in the headline. And we don't do much about those things, but one guy almost sprained his ankle, and now we're going to start throwing people in jail? Like, let's relax on how serious of a topic this is. Also... I didn't see one of these injuries happen yet. Caitlin Clark was fine. Philip Philipowski, I I think was embellishing. And I think he'll be fine. Yeah, so you want to prevent it from being worse. But then even if it's like what what is the worst thing, honestly, what is the worst thing that's gonna happen? A guy sprains his ankle and then he's out for the year and maybe they don't win a national championship. Okay, well then go to the pros and make him I, I don't it's just like I don't know. I mean, I know, I know I'm I'm really trying not to offend, um, even though I am kind of offended that it's getting this ridiculous. It's just it's like it's like who can out who can out grandstand uh, the other person. There was one more thing I wanted to say. You want to hear the tweet of the tweet of the night on this, by the way, Bart? Yeah. So Fran Fashilla goes, you know, great college basketball analyst. He goes, I blame Duke and John Shire. There have been 58 court stormings after a win versus the Blue Devils since 1996. How do you not practice this stuff? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, like, he was kidding. He was kidding. Well, but how great hey, is that? But, hey, but, but, but people hate Duke, right? People hate Duke. People and does Duke not? Duke. They loathe Does them. Duke not embrace that? So you're going to invite yourself to these kind of situations. So I, I know, like, I just, there's got to be... I don't know. Again, I don't want to do suggestion takeoff all night, Shep, but I I think if we're going to completely ban court storming, <laughs> right. that is like that is like um one kid, you know, eating glue in 3rd grade and then the school shuts down glue. <laughs> like it's too much of an overreaction to me. Well, Bart, if we're being fair, like you know, when you go to universities, they're very specific about what fraternities and sororities can do. And unfortunately, we have overdoses all the time in these kind of environments. We have situations where there's a serious sexual assault. Bart, there's – again, these are – I'm going to use your analogy that you hate. It's apples and oranges, but – Apples and screwdriver uh, – no, apples and wrenches. Apples and wrenches. There you go. But in all, but in all, like in all seriousness, when, when – 
when you have one incident, and it could happen a thousand times where a pledge, a pledge gets hazed, but that one time they get their stomach pumped and the university is made aware of such incident, there's no longer a fraternity. There's no longer a sorority. That's how yeah. this works. I mean, hazing, though, is stupid. I don't, I don't put hazing on the same level as court storming. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm just, just trying to pop holes in your comparison. Right, but, you, but, you, but, but, Bart, but, but let me ask you this question, though, and I know you got a lot of calls, but my question is, if that's not a sprained ankle, if that's an Achilles, or if that's an ACL, and Kyle Filipowski no longer gets drafted because people are scared to touch him now, and he was supposedly a top 10 pick before this, what would the sentiment be then? Now, listen, Jay Billis goes way too far. I'm with you 100%. But where's the sentiment then? I just kind of feel like it's part of the game. As much as practice is, as much as the game is, there's there. if Kyle Filipowski, if win the game. I, you know, I'll be crass about it. Win the game. I under, like, I totally understand. And that would be awful. And let's say that I'm a college basketball player and I get hurt and my ankle and I can't play and I don't get drafted. And my whole life, I think, Oh, if only they didn't storm the court and that, that would suck. That would suck for me. I don't know that. I just don't know that the, the thing that is happening is bad enough that we have to take it away. You know, I'm with you on this. Duke should be ashamed of themselves, specifically Kyle Filipowski. He's only the best player for the top 10 ranked team. They're 21 and 6. But other than that, he should be ashamed of himself this year. He Bart, was right. embellishing. You're I right. mean, and is, was that his girlfriend screaming at the fans? Come yeah. on, what are we did, doing? Did you see that? Yeah. That was Now, that was a bad look. Yeah, I, I was like, I mean, I don't want to like, I don't know. There, there's, there's a really weird thing. Um, in sports where just because it's like on a field or a court, we kind of abolish, abolish the rules of society. Like there are a lot of things that happen on fields and courts and different playing surfaces that if they happen on a sidewalk or in a store, you would be arrested. When these fans run on the field and they like try to streak and stuff, like the fan at the Super Bowl bet if there would be a streaker, so then he bet on it, so then he was the streaker, spent the night in jail, and then made a bunch of money. But if he runs on the field, any player can then take it upon them to just deck him and destroy him, and that's fine. Look, I'm I'm somebody. I don't think that you should be able to. I don't think you should be able to fight in hockey. You are throwing punches at a person. Anywhere else in the world, that would be a crime. Why do you get to do it in hockey? It makes no sense to me. Sorry, hockey fans, but it makes no sense. When I would play, gosh, any sport, and I'll say soccer, it's the one I played the most. You're probably like, oh, of course. When I'd be on that field, I'd you'd be like, I can get away with it, like. You just you can tackle, you can hit, you can punch. I don't know. You you just can you can do. It's weird. It's weird. Sports in general is weird. The amount of things that we allow to happen, and now we're gonna say if a guy, you know, hurts his ankle. Also, Filipowski, go the other way, man. Don't run right into the mob. 
Like, I know it's hard to blame the guy. I know, I know, I know. I know. I know there's at least one person on hold or trying to get on, and we'll, co- we'll come to you in a minute, or in their car who is just screaming at me. I, I feel it. I know it. I just don't think this is that serious. And the sports world has done 48 hours on it already. And I don't want to see this banned because it does feel like it. it, it does, this goes back to what I was saying before. This doesn't feel like let's solve a problem. This feels like let's take this away. That's what it feels like. It feels like the college kids are being punished because they are experiencing this 40 years after everybody else got to. That's what it feels like to me. And that's why I'm a little worked up about it. Let's get an update. We'll hear from you then, 855-212-4227. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Bart Winkler Show. Listen Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, I came out as a pro court storming uh, individual. So don't hold that against me. Let's either agree with me or let's have a uh, nice discussion about it. I don't know. I feel like this is one of those topics that people get really mad about. I think I've got I, I I've gone on the air with with strong opinions um, in the past. I think I got a little PTSD to some things because I feel like my brain has been court stormed by crazy callers who try to knock me down a peg. The um, confusion as to why they let people fight in hockey did not go over well already on uh, Twitter. I'm getting, I'm getting tweets, so it already did not go over well. So I'm I got I got I got my guards up. Okay, I'm off the court. You guys storm away. Jonathan is in Baltimore. What's up, Jonathan? Hey, what's going on? Well, I got a couple of different things for you. The first of all, about the fighting in hockey, that's the control. That's controlled. It's just like fighting, boxing, uh, martial arts, MMA, all of that. So that's a control. No, no, sport. like boxing and MMA and like, you know, I can get into that stuff. But it, like yeah. hockey, it's a I don't know, because there's contact in other sports. You don't just see but two football players start fighting. That's just, it's I get it's part, part of the sport. game. It's just, it's just weird. It's just, you know, it's just something. Yeah, it's, it's just something that, uh. It's just something the casual observer says, oh, that's interesting. That's all. I'm yeah. not trying to ban I'll it. Casual, and I'll be a casual obser- uh, observer uh, as far as the court storming. It's a different crowd now. It's not the same crowd that it was when I was younger in crowds. Who used to storm the courts were the fans. These kids aren't really. Most of them are fans, but it only takes one or two. Only takes one or two. And they're not trying to congratulate their team. What they're trying to do is make a meme, get on social media, oh, and do something. He's right. I'm going to ask you a question. He is right. I want to I ask you a question, and I want you and Chef to answer it, if possible. Now, our job is to protect our children. I'm going to start it like this. I'm not going to stop court storming until this happens. 
What has to happen before you say stop it? And why should and why do we have to go that far to protect our kids? We had Michael Jordan. We've had big names. When Michael Jordan, them guys stormed the court, they got out of there like a bat out of you know where. But you look at the Duke players. They had like they had the right to be there. You better get your butt out of here, and you better storm your way in the back. And that's not happening. So you guys answer that question. I'm not going to stop court storming. All you guys who approach, I'm not I'm not going to stop court storming until such and such happens. And why do we have to go that far? You know, Jonathan, when you call in, you're not supposed to do my job better than me. I'm very, I'm very, I'm very, it's a very good call. Very good call. Very, very good points, Jonathan. Well done. Good, good that, John, that's a good call. Thank you. All right. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's got great points. He's making me think. Like, no, you're supposed to say something dumb so that I can yell at you. That's that's the time-tested theory. You know what? He might have just, Chev, he might have just convinced me totally to, to run with this take. Let me run with this take instead. All these kids that are storming the court, you know why the Jay Billises and Seth Davises of the world, you know why they're upset? Because when they stormed the court in their generation, they stormed it because of the love of the game. Because of that communal aspect. Because they wanted to be with their fellow students and fans. These kids today, it's the same like with concerts. Does anyone see a concert anymore? Or do they see it through their phone? All these kids running on, hey, Snapchat this, Insta meme that. They should be kicked out of there and imprisoned without a trial. I mean, the social media part. A really good point. He might have got me on that one. Woo. Jonathan, callers one, Bart, zero. Okay, let's see if Billy Ray is in California. Let's see if I can outsmart Billy Ray. What's up, bud? Well, by not speaking, I think I can. Billy? Ray? All right. We will try Allen in Toronto. Allen. Now, even if you ban court storming, they're still going to storm the court. You're not allowed. Okay, you ban it, so you're not allowed, but you're still going to get away with it. What you're allowed to do and what you can get away with are two different things. And state courts, you know, courts of law, they're they're overcrowded. If you if it reaches a state law, it'll it'll pass the statute of limitations, and judges will have no time for it. Here's a, an example of things not being allowed, but people are getting away with it. Jaywalking in downtown Manhattan. It's not allowed, but thousands are doing it because they know that they're not going to be charged. Courts are overcrowded. Another thing is speeding on the New Jersey Turnpike. It's not allowed, but people are getting away with it. What you're allowed to do and what you're getting away with are two different things. And uh, that, that, that's about the size of it. And let's say uh, the, the only way you're going to ban it completely is, let's say, Wake Forest is the winner. And it's in Wake Forest, you forfeit the game and Duke is the winner. Or if it's in Duke. And uh, Duke is the winner, and they storm the court, and they're not allowed. Then Wake Forest is declared the winner. But that's uh, that is bizarre. That is uh, absurd. That's not going to happen. But that's, yeah. that's the only way you're going to ban it. That's, there's no other way you're going to ban it. Like I said, what you're allowed to do and what you can get away with uh, are two different things, and they're they're going to get away with banning the court because you can't charge everybody. 
Well, and I remember, Alan, thanks for the call. When I was in high school and we would go to basketball games, we would try to storm the court. And what they ended up doing was put like a giant like rope, but like a thick, like a like a thick blockade. And then they would have like the biggest teachers, you know, kind of stand there and and try to block you from from it happening. And while we eventually would like, oh, we'll just go around you or we'll hop this or we'll slide under. The fact that there was something there at least gave enough time for the the kids to get off the court. I think that's really the issue is is the time. Now, this is the bad this is a bad game to make an example out of because uh Wake Forest did start to storm when the game was not technically over. So they couldn't even stop it. It was happening um, so quickly. But yeah, yeah. If, if you can, if you can do that, I, look. I, I think ultimately, it's going to happen is nothing. I think that there might be little things that are put into place, um, or maybe fines that get enacted. But that visual of the court being stormed, you know. And I, I don't want anyone to get hurt either. I, I, I think of like to go back to Jonathan's question. I think it does get pretty harsh when a guy runs on a field. Like these guys run on a football field and they like run around and, oh, I'm streaking or whatever. They get tackled by these like linebackers. It's like, you could kill this person if you, if you just do that. But there might be one situation. Uh, Monica Sellis comes to mind. Someone mentioned that the white Sox was at the first base coach or third base coach. There was a, an assault on him. So you don't ever want to see that. and You don't want to ever get to it's that point. Um, I just feel like what's happened in these last 48 hours is more grandstanding than it is actually trying to come up with a solution. And when we get into that, that, that I just, I don't see the point of that. Where are we are we are we coming out passionately against court storming because we really care about this guy? Or are we mad that Duke lost on national TV? Or are we just did we forget about how the youth love the game? Did we forget about our love of the game? I just wonder what the intention is all the time on this. Um and it will be talked about and you know there's been a couple instances this year Obviously, again, if this happens in a, I said Division Three before, but even a Pac-12 game, like last night, or Mountain West game, I don't, it doesn't cause this same kind of fervor. So, we can take a few more calls on this. People want to chime in. And so we will do that. 855-212-4227. I'm Bart, that's Shep, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 